This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. When we think about free lunch or free breakfast programs and in schools, we often think of urban areas like Detroit or Flint or Grand Rapids even. But the richest county in Michigan is going to do something unprecedented for its low-income residents. Oakland County is launching the largest universal free breakfast program for students we have seen here in the state of Michigan. That means in schools that qualify, every student will be able to get a free breakfast regardless of their income. That's where we want to continue the conversation on Detroit today with the idea of universal free breakfast in the wealthiest county here in the state of Michigan. What does that mean? What's it going to achieve? And is this something we ought to be thinking about on a larger scale? Should there be Free breakfast, perhaps, for all children, all school children in the state of Michigan. Here to talk more about what's going on in Oakland County is Dave Woodward. He is the chairman of the Oakland County Board of Commissioners. Dave Woodward, welcome to Detroit Today. Uh, Thank you, Stephen. It's great to be here. Also with us is Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson. She is the superintendent of Oakland Schools, which is one of the partners of the program, and they will contribute about 200000 to the program in its first year. Dr. Robinson, Welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, and thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Uh, Let's start with you, uh, Dr. Cook-Robinson. How is this program going to work, and what schools will qualify? Well, first of all, you know, this is historic, and we want to thank Chairman Woodward for taking the lead, because he was the catalyst in bringing myself, the Oakland County Commissioners, and United Way together to say we need to partner to make this happen in Oakland County. You know, as you mentioned previously, when you think of Oakland County, you think of wealth and that there may be a limited need, and nothing could be further from the truth. There is a need in Oakland County in many, many school districts. What we have done, we started with going to all 28 superintendents, We shared this program with them and said we need leadership from the top to make sure that every child that's eligible and in need receives breakfast. They all agreed and were 100% behind this project. Now, when you ask what schools, we are targeting all schools in Oakland County where they would have a need. You know, in the past, it was done by a formula, and only certain students could have lunch. Right. And we've, I'm sorry, breakfast. And then we, we have come together so that every student in that school, when they walk through the door, can have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Woodward, <clears throat> even some of the uh, counties, affluent communities, Royal Oak, West Bloomfield, Clarkston are going to have schools that will be able to participate in this. And and as Dr. Cook-Robinson was just talking about, that's one of the things that makes this really innovative. Well, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, you posed the question, like, should we provide breakfast to everybody? And I, I guess my premise is yes. I mean, we know that too many students are coming to school hungry, and not just in districts that you think that there's a large percentage of low-income families, um, but it's scattered throughout our county. And despite our, I mean, the prosperity, there are kids that struggle to have access to meals. And so we looked at this to eliminate all barriers of access. We know that too many students are coming to school hungry. We know that a kid who's hungry, it's hard to learn. And we know how to fix the problem. And so uh, by making it universal, we're not going to have a poor line and a rich line. 
everyone's going to be able to eat. And uh, areas, uh, school districts uh, into the north end, to the, the west end, to um, the southeast area of Oakland County are going to be able to participate and make certain that every kid starts their day with a full belly so that they can focus on Shakespeare, math, and, and all the learning that needs to happen in, in the classroom. Yeah. Um, what does this mean for the stigma, I guess, that surrounds the idea of free lunch and free breakfast. I mean, you know, when we think about that in places like Detroit, it's not as big a deal because there are so many kids who qualify. And in some cases, it's the entire school. It takes on a little different of a dynamic in places where you have wealthy kids uh, and kids who who come from meager backgrounds in the same place. Absolutely. And that's, to me, the the most innovative part of this uh, initiative, that we eliminate the stigma that uh, we design programs customizable to an individual school. So elementaries are different than high schools. Uh, The food is available. And uh, if you're hungry, you take it. Uh, And I don't care about your your socioeconomic background. You'll be able to eat if you want to eat. The the value, one way we pay for this, aside from the contributions of Oakland schools and Oakland County, um, getting this program off the ground, the, the really amazing thing is that by increasing utilization of the federal free breakfast program, we actually generate at full implementation, our estimate is $1.2 million of additional revenue coming into the school buildings that we're, that we're going to relaunch these programs in. So that helps improve the overall food program. It helps improve access. And to your question about stigma, we eliminate the stigma. Uh, all kids deserve to eat. And Oakland schools under uh, Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson's leadership in partnership with United Way which is our core, I mean, our core like technical support in all of this with the under leadership of uh, the CEO, Dr. Darian Driver, and Oakland County working together to uh, eliminate barriers for student success. And again, at, at its core, this is really about investing in our schools, investing in our kids, and, and, and in the end, investing in our future. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Cook-Robinson, can you talk about the things that you see with regard to kids and hunger in in the schools there. Yes, you know, you know, as you mentioned earlier, it's often thought there's not a need in Oakland County, but sadly this isn't so. You know, in fact, we have 43% of Oakland County students who receive a free or reduced lunch also need to access breakfast. Now, this means that we have as many as 7,000 300 students in Oakland County alone that struggle with hunger. And what we want to do, as Dave said, is eliminate all of that. The thing that I'm most excited about this program is that the Better With Breakfast program was actually developed to improve academic outcomes. And we do that by starting with something as simple yet fundamental as breakfast. So, when you have a student that they're able to walk through the door, and by the way, Stephen, we were at a school yesterday um, where we did a press conference, and we actually observed the students getting off the bus, coming by the food cart, picking up their breakfast items, and going to class. That's what it looks like. No stigma. Everybody who went by the cart could get something. In fact, I got a little breakfast on my way out of the building yesterday. <laughs> it was very good. So the stigma is gone. They've got that breakfast, and they're sitting in that classroom, and it's not an instance where their stomach is growling louder than the teacher's talking. Mm-hmm. And they can focus on learning. Wow. 
Uh, this is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guests are Dave Woodward. He's the chairman of the Oakland County Board of Commissioners. Also with us is Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson. She is the superintendent of Oakland Schools, which is one of the partners of a new program to provide universal free breakfast for students in Oakland County. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Tell us what you think of this new free breakfast program. Is this the right model for improving outcomes and nutrition while combating maybe the stigma around poverty? Or are you concerned about whether it's the right use of tax dollars? Is it worth the half million dollar price tag? Uh, if you're not in Oakland County, would you want your local unit of government or your school district to adopt a similar program? Why or why not? We especially want to hear here from parents and teachers, the people closest to our kids in the schools. How tough is it to get your kid out the door in the morning with breakfast? How would something like this change your parenting routine in the morning? What kind of support do you think you would get from something like this if you're a teacher? How different would your classroom be if all of the kids had access to breakfast in the school. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work you into the conversation. Again, parents and teachers especially, we would love to hear what you think of this idea of universal free breakfast in schools. Uh, Dave Woodward, I want to ask you about the the the, the potential pushback here, right? I, I can imagine some people saying, why do I need to pay taxes to make sure that somebody else's child has breakfast? Well, I say the answer to that question directly is they're kids, and we all need to invest in our kids in our future. And it's the same question, like, why should we fund public education if my kids already went to school? Um, why should I build roads in areas that I don't drive? I mean, we all have a responsibility of, uh, I mean, contributing to society and maximizing success for kids. And that's, I mean, that's what I believe. Um, and, and I realize that we, I mean, we can have this conversation because you pose the question, should I mean, breakfast be available everywhere? Should lunch be available everywhere? And fundamentally, we know uh, research bears this out. Student achievement is directly tied to student nutrition. And there's a lot of conversations about improving public education, all very important, some incredibly complex. This addresses one of these basic core elements, student hunger, so that they can focus in class. Every teacher that I talk to, they know the kids that are hungry in their classroom. They usually go into their own pocket. They buy snacks to be able to help meet that need. Uh, and it's a distraction to the classroom. It's a distraction to the kids' learning experience that day, and we can fix it. And um, it's, I mean, to me, it's, it's about who we are, who we should be, and who we should uh, aspire to be to make sure that all of our kids have the tools to succeed. And so I, I'm happy to report, and I think it's important that on our board, um, we passed this unanimously. Mm -hmm. um, so those on the right, those on the left, uh, came together in, in agreement that this was a worthy effort. And um, as we were talking earlier, this isn't about um, a handful of school districts in um, in a larger percentage, low-income areas or communities of color area. This is every, I mean, schools all across Oakland County, and everyone's going to benefit from it. Mm. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. We get a lot of people who want to join the conversation. Let's start with Tom in Northwest Detroit. Tom. 
Welcome to Detroit Today. Yeah, thanks for taking the call, and good sure. morning to all of you. Um, good morning. I'll say this. I'm going to paraphrase saying the greatest man who ever walked his earth, and the poor shall always be with us. And that's the impression that Oakland County gives, because any time you hear Oakland County mentioned, it's the richest, you know, mm-hmm. county in Michigan, one of the richest in, in, in the country, okay? But the poor are there, too. And I'll say, let me, and I'll say this, and then I'll go. I, now, I'm, I'm, a rich, I'm a former educator. Right, right. I've been, come June, I will have been retired seven years. I remember before I retired, we went to a professional development day, and there was a young lady there who spoke about, you know, the poverty that was, you know, in Oakland County and the homelessness. And it's kind of like, you know, the kids don't want to say anything because, you know, you get this scarlet letter put on you and that kind of thing. But, you know, what they say, better late than never, but better never late. And, I mean, I applaud you all for doing what you're doing so that, you know, regardless, like you said, regardless of income, the richest of the rich or the poorest of the poor, every one of those kids will now be able to come to school you know, if they if they didn't eat at home or couldn't eat at home, and you know, get off, get the day off on the started on the right foot. Mm. Yeah, Tom, I really appreciate the call uh, and the comments, and and Tom is somebody who I know is was an educator for a long time here in in the city of Detroit and saw this this issue really close and 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 upfront. Uh, Tom, I appreciate the call and the comments. Let's go to Ebony in Detroit. Ebony, welcome to Detroit today. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? Hi. All right. Thanks. I want to say uh, first, I agree with Tom. I'm glad that all kids in Oakland County, regardless, get to, you know, partake in the breakfast. Um, as far as them saying that they were removing the stigma, when I grew up below the poverty line, um, and so I was never concerned with other people knowing about me being poor. <laughs> I was just happy <laughs> to have breakfast. <laughs> um, as far as... Um, <laughs> My routine changing, if something like that were to be like in Wayne County, where my kids currently go to school, for me, I don't think it would change my routine because the breakfast that they get actually isn't quality. They're not getting scrambled eggs and strawberries and, you know, quality breakfast. They're getting like a muffin and a juice, some juice that's like full of sugar. Hmm. And so I make sure I get up every morning and make my kids breakfast. So because you I don't, it's, it's square. And you because you don't want them to have what what they what's available at school. Yes. Oh. yes Ebony, that's, that's right. a so really that's a really interesting that's a really interesting point. Uh, I'm glad you called and and interjected that into the conversation. Dave Woodward and uh, Dr. Cook Robinson talk about the quality of the food that uh, will be Can available. Can I speak to that, Stephen? Because sure, I ahead. happen to have had the breakfast. Yesterday. <laughs> that's what you said, and I right? Was very much <laughs> impressed. Um, on the card, there, is, there was um, milk, chocolate milk, regular milk. There were several different kinds of cereal. There was um, a bagel that was in a bagel stick. And there was also um, an English muffin with egg and sausage. And there was fruit. This is a quality breakfast. Mm. Right. It, I mean, yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson is, uh, is, is absolutely right. I mean, warm and cold uh, breakfast. Yes. Granola, I, mean, I mean, granola bars, uh, fresh fruit. Uh, when I first saw a program like this piloted a year ago, which really, really was the manifestation that yielded in the project today, um, I was at Hazel Park High School. They had fresh, fresh uh, smoothies made um, from strawberries and everything. So it's, we have the ability to make high 
higher quality uh, breakfast available. And the value of that return on investment, that $1.2 million that would be coming back to these school buildings across Oakland County on an annual basis can go back in to increase the quality of the food. Because I agree with, I mean, with, uh, with Ebony that uh, I mean, putting substandard food out there isn't the answer either. We want highly, high quality, nutritional uh, food so that students get the right type of intake so that they can focus on the school day and be successful. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation about the idea of universal free breakfast is going to be a reality in Oakland County. Should it be something that we think about in other counties throughout the state of Michigan? Stay with us and stay with us on the phones. Mary in Oakland County, Debbie in Lake Orion, Yolanda in Detroit. We'll get to you as well. Stay with us here on Detroit Today. This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've joined us. My guests are Dave Woodward. He is the chairman of the Oakland County Board of Commissioners. We've also got Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson, who is the superintendent of Oakland Schools here with us. We're talking about the new program in Oakland County that will provide universal free breakfast to school children. What do you think of that idea? Is that something that is long overdue, something we ought to make sure doesn't just stay in Oakland County, but maybe spreads to other counties throughout the state? Um, Or are you worried that this is uh, spending tax dollars on something other than uh, school, school itself? Are you worried about the idea uh, of subsidizing breakfast for someone else's children? Uh, As always, we want to hear from you on the phones, 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to uh, Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work you into the conversation. Let's go to Mary in Oakland County. Mary, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey. Hi. um, I I love... um I love to hear this. I am so excited. I have um, two children in the Oakland County School uh, School District, and um, I would love to see this um, spread everywhere. And um, I have witnessed um, kids skipping breakfast, and there's definitely um, a stigma to that. And it's always not just um, a money issue. There's just, you know, kids are so rushed today. Hmm. And they're rushing to get to, on the bus. They're, you know, they have working parents that um, aren't there to um, fix them breakfast every morning. And um, it's, I just think it's a really great idea. And I think we just really need to um, invest in our children. Hmm. Uh, Barry, I really appreciate the call uh, and the comments. Um, I, I wonder, uh, Dr. Cook Robinson and, and Dave Woodward, how do we measure success? For something like this, like what are, are there outcomes that we can uh, yes. uh, hope for? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, we are collecting data. In fact, here at Oakland Schools, Dr. Mike Yoakum, um, who heads educational services for us, and Lori 
Rich Lori Atkins, who is uh, over food nutrition, are actually collecting data. We know how many students we have that are accessing breakfast now. We're going to look at the first quarter and look at those numbers to see if we've improved. And that, and we're going to use that data then to go further into Oakland County, into the buildings, help those superintendents and those principals expand to more numbers. So we will be monitoring it, and we will be able to share with Chairman Woodward and with Darian how we're doing. And if this model is working or if it's not working, what we need to do to tweak it to get better results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, related to the data question um, that the superintendent mentioned, uh, we're looking using the free and reduced lunch numbers. So those are numbers that are recorded and held with the Michigan Department of Education, and we're using that kind of as the, the marker. Um, we know that uh, in the low 40s percent of students who are taking advantage of the lunch program are not taking care of the breakfast program. So we're trying to get to 70 percent of those lunch numbers. And so we've got a, a goalpost that we're working towards. And like uh, the superintendent mentioned, um, we're tracking copious data because I believe that this is an ability that can be scaled statewide. Um, I'm already getting feedback from my colleagues in, in other counties around the state. I'm getting interest from the state. Um, to see how how do we take this and make this available everywhere um, so that all kids can succeed. Yeah. Again, thanks for the call and the comments, uh, Mary. Let's go to Debbie in Lake Orion. Debbie, welcome yes. to Detroit Today. I, thank you. I am in favor of the breakfast program. I've substitute taught in several school districts. My only concern, for example, with early elementary, the kids come into the classroom, they have their morning work, which is kind of a warm-up practice sheet. It could be spelling, penmanship, math, what have you. However, the kids that have breakfast in the classroom are missing out on that morning work opportunity because they're standing around eating. I mean, I've seen that. And when the morning work is over, we're on to something else and they didn't get a chance to do that lesson. Mm. And that adds up over the course of a school year of missed opportunity. Mm. So I'm hoping that Teachers will be able to implement a way with the kids will get the breakfast, but they'll also be able to do all of their assignments. Well, wow, that's an interesting that's an interesting yeah. question, Doctor Cook Robinson. Time, of course, is the most precious thing we have uh, right. in schools. Is this a competitor to the time spent learning? That was a discussion that came up very early among many of the educators. But this is our philosophy on that, and that is, if a child is hungry. They can come in and start work immediately, but what's the quality of that work? How much are they comprehending? How much are they actually able to internalize to turn around and use the rest of the day? What we're asking is for balance. If teachers will, you know, particularly at the elementary, let those young people come in and have five minutes to get started on that breakfast and then start their work. And we think the outcome will be greater. But to have them do the work and not have the breakfast, the quality of the work is not going to be the same, and the learning isn't going to be the same. Hmm. And Debbie, Debbie asked a, a very great question. Um, the beauty of this program, that we've got a whole bunch of best practices in, in our toolbox that we're going to be able to apply to school districts and I mean, to school buildings. And based on the unique nature and need of that school building, um, we can customize it. So maybe it is that it's a cart that comes by all the classrooms and everyone's doing the work. And I mean, a lot of kids have snack. And so it, it, it's incorporated into that. Um, it's another reason of re uh, removing the stigma. I mean, to me, it's a horrible idea. Debbie raises the problem. I mean, the, the problem that if low income kids have to go, maybe even go to the cafeteria and miss that 
half hour of instruction, that's a lost opportunity for them while the kids of better economic needs gets the education. So everyone's going to be together. Everyone's going to eat together. Everyone's going to have access. And we can, de- we can design and customize the program school building by school building. And we've got a lot of success already in Oakland County where we've and we managed to do this. And I'm looking forward to the greater success that we're going to have in the coming years. Hmm. Uh, again, Mary, thanks very much for that uh, really poignant question. Let's go to Mark in Oakland County. Mark, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Uh, thank you so much for talking about this topic. Um, I was thrilled to see this announcement yesterday morning. I am, uh, I'm an Oakland County resident. I'm ecstatic that our county is doing this. More to the point, though, I'm a, uh, an educator myself, a classroom uh, teacher, and I've also been a school board member in an Oakland County district that is going to be participating in this. Um, I, it's a, it was, a, I'm going to leave the district unsaid just for, uh, because it's not entirely relevant, but it's a, a district that many people would assume has, uh, kids coming mostly from homes with enough money that breakfast isn't a problem. Uh, but there is a substantial student population that, does struggle with Mm -hmm. getting Mm -hmm. enough food and the right food. Um, And uh, I can tell you, having been in the classroom in uh, not only schools that offered breakfast and lunch, but I also taught for a district that offered dinner to all students as well, because there were so many who were going home from school at the end of every day and were very unlikely to be eating an evening meal. So we started providing a third meal at the end of the day, right before students were dismissed. I can tell you anecdotally, as many others can, how big of a difference a well-fed student makes during yes. the school day. Um, but I can also tell you, and, and perhaps the, the commissioner or others can use this when they hear from those people who say, why am I paying my tax dollars so some other kid can eat? Hmm. As a teacher, if you've got a classroom of 40 kids and 39 of them are well-fed and one of them is not, that one student going hungry affects the entire class and the teacher for the duration of their time mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One child going hungry makes a tangible, measurable, visible difference on the academic success of the entire room and multiply that across every classroom, every class period, every day of an entire school year. That's a huge difference. Wow. So just because your child uh, does not have any obstacles to getting what you feel is an easy meal to obtain at the beginning of the morning doesn't mean that somebody else's child's uh, larger set of obstacles in their life isn't going to affect your kid's success. So that's a great, if you want to (laughs) be, if you want to be selfish about, um, about your own child needing success, you should be looking out for the success of other people's That's a great point, Mark. I mean, this idea of, of the common, idea of success, the, the, the interlinking between yes, our children and other children is one of the things that's really hard, I think, to get people to think about sometimes. Right. But I, I really appreciate the call. Uh, and and uh, if I can just add one more thing, sure. it's for that exact reason that um, I, I'm thrilled that this program is starting off as strong as it is. Uh, I understand that there's a, a threshold for in each school to qualify. They need at least 40% of their student body meeting that federal free and reduced mm-hmm. lunch um, standard. And I would love for Oakland County to not just 
be proud of what they're achieving right now. I want the county government to keep pushing, to keep finding more funding, to keep finding more partners so that we can eliminate that 40% bar that schools need to clear. Because again, even if a school has a 3% of its student body meeting free and reduced it lunch, it has that effect. It yeah. has that yep. interlinking yeah. effect. We Mark, need to get that down to zero so yeah. that every school in the county can offer this. Mark, I really appreciate uh, that point as well, uh, this idea of being able to expand the program. Of course, that's a money question. That, that's of a money course. question. Absolutely. And Mark, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and I, I can speak to my commitment to get as many schools as we possibly can and continue to go and advocate. Like I'm already engaging. Um, I've asked our, our lobbyists in Lansing, to, you need to find me more money so that we can mm-hmm. do exactly that. But it also is about like scaling this up across the entire state. Um, and I mean, all the points that you mentioned is absolutely right. I mean, I think it's also important like, on high stakes test day all across the country, we are feeding our kids. Why do we yeah. feed our kids? Because they can focus better, they perform better. And the premise around this is, well, why don't we create that environment every day? Because like that's testing, that's not necessarily the learning, that's the regurgitation of the learning. Um, let's create this opportunity every single day. And uh, I think that's, that's the marker that I think that Mark likes lays out there that we all want to be striving to. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate, again, Mark, the call and the really poignant comments there. Uh, I want to quickly get to Dan in Detroit. Dan, I've got only about a minute and a half left, but I wanted to get your question in here. Dan? So just feeding off the comment about going to Lansing and looking for more dollars. I would think that you would stay within the county and look for dollars. This is one of the wealthiest counties in the United States. There are a lot of dollars coming into education in Oakland County. It would seem that if we can't get this done in Oakland County, where we have uh, no, no doubt about the number of poor communities or moderate-income communities, but this should be like a no-brainer in a county that has the kind of resources like Oakland. Hmm. Uh, Dan, I, I think that's a really interesting point, this idea of being able to get more money from the wealth of Oakland County. Dave Woodward, are you thinking I, about that? Have you been confronted Well, absolutely. It? Well, in, in, when I first saw this pro- program piloted in one of our schools in Oakland County, I posed the question, what would it take to scale it up countywide? And I am going to continue to look for, for resources in Oakland County. Um, and the partnership with Oakland Schools and with United Way for Southeastern Michigan has made this a reality. In, in less than a year, we put a plan together, we secured the resources, and now and we're launching this. And um, and I, I mean, Dan's absolutely right. I mean, this should this is a no-brainer. Um, and we've got to I mean, continue to push ourselves and get that. I mean, building collaboration and get the funding necessary to bring this opportunity to every kid. If I could just add, Dan, we absolutely agree with you, and that's the reason we all came together and we stepped up. But I think we do have to look, as as, um, Chairman Whitmer said over and over again, we've got to look across the state. We've got to look at Michigan, the lower peninsula, the upper peninsula, as a village. And we've got to have this happen for every child in the state. Okay. Dave Woodward, Chairman of the Oakland County Board of Commissioners, and Dr. Wanda Cook-Robinson. Superintendent of Oakland Schools. It was really great to have you here to talk about this on Detroit Thank Today. You. That's going to do it for me this week. I will be back on Monday. I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, the community service of Wayne State University. I'll talk with you again on Monday.